podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, what's up? This is Talking Tactics Podcast. Uh, my name's Daniel. I forgot my name for a minute. <laughs> Who are you? It's the Kid Double H. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do this podcast every Tuesday, although we record it on Monday, which is slightly confusing. Remember to follow us on all the social medias. Links are in the description. Have Hope, where can you be found if you want to be? Um, halfhopefootballhot.com, baby. That's mm-hmm. how you can reach me, man. I'm at Daniel to look. The main one's Twitter, guys. So follow us over there. Uh, we are, we we do Patreon. So remember to check that out. There's some very interesting topics around the world that are probably worth discussing. Um, this week has been kind of crazy, so you have to forgive us for not recording last week. But you know, Champions League, all that kind of stuff. I didn't even bother asking Half Hope. <laughs> I was just like, you know what? I'm allowed this week. I'm not even gonna bring it up, but yeah, we will we we will get back for the month of June. It's already June. It feels kind of crazy that it's June, but um, so Champions League, they did it. Although we, I think we all kind of suspected low key that Liverpool were so hyped and so favored no, by I English gonna, media. I thought they would win, man. I really by English, you, you you thought they'd win? Yeah. Oh wow. See, I had one one. And I had Madrid on penalties. I told Red that last week. Oh, I got to thank Red, obviously, for filling in last week. He could talk. So <laughs> Red is, uh, yeah, man, that, that he has a lot of thoughts. So Mbappe choosing PSG essentially over Madrid, I, it was it was good to have him on. So so thank you, Red, for filling in last week. Yeah, but, no, no. Cheers, Red. Yeah. Merci beaucoup. Merci so, beaucoup. So, so Red, Red felt... He felt confident to an extent that Madrid would get it done, but he's a Madrid fan. Um, I had 1-1 with Madrid on penalties. I, I saw a lot of people, and when I say that, I always mean on the timeline, thinking, oh, it's going to be a good game. It's going to be 3-2, 3-3, 4-3, 5-7. Like, guys, it's a final. If we get two goals, we'll be, we'll be lucky. I feel that. I feel like that about just about any final, especially Champions League final. If we get more than two goals, like we've got, that's 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 cool. And it p- kind of played out in that way. And I thought I was going to get my one-one because Liverpool played well enough to score a goal at least. But the homie Thibaut, man. So, what what were just your general thoughts about how the game went, and then we'll nail down the particulars. Look, I, th- I think really the main thing is how did Liverpool not win that, man? But that's the thing about football. It's not about playing well or doing anything. You, you have to just get it get. You have, to, you have to just get it done. And the fact of the matter is that they just they, they just do not get it done. So it's like, and, I, and that's with Real Madrid is Real Madrid are not bothered about playing well. They're just focused on just winning. And I said that this is always dangerous in football. When you're playing well, you're creating chances, shots on goal, and but, but you've not scored yet. And it's still 0-0. Once you do that, you're always susceptible to that's that's lapse in concentration, because that's how football works. Whenever mm. you're the team who is the aggressor, creating chance, 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 other chance, and you've not scored, you will have that lapse in concentration. It will just ha- happen, and all that team needs is just that one little moment just to get that counter, and boom! Like Madrid could have almost scored in that first half, and people are still saying, "Was it a goal? Was it not? No, 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 not a goal." But just Trent was and Trent and well, it was mainly Konate really deals with with, with Vinny well, but just that one moment, mate, and that's what it is because that's I think that's what they say. An attacker can do fifty things wrong, he scores a goal, he's a hero. A defender can do like fifty things right, he does one thing wrong, he's the villain. 
and that's just the harsh life of, of a defender, man. So, you know, <laughs> this is like Chelsea centric and, and whatnot, but that goal, Chelsea can't score it. So, oh, and the, the the reason that comes to mind is Chelsea played Liverpool twice in finals, and as much as people say Liverpool didn't score, neither did Chelsea. So when I saw the goal, I was thinking, is that a goal that Chelsea were capable of scoring? And the answer is no, based on just how the formation is and the, the personnel and all that kind of stuff. So that stuck out. Um, I think someone asked last week, and that, that was just an aside, I don't even brought it up, but someone asked last week, what's the most interesting matchup? Was it Valverde on one side or was it, Benzema against Van Dijk and Kunate, Vinny against Trent. And Red and I were like, nah, it's Vinny against Trent because Trent's going to leave space. Or the idea of knowing that Vinicius is there will make him less attacking. So he can't do what he normally wants to do because he realizes like there's a lot of space and I'll have to run and I'm going to have to get there. We all kind of understood that before the game, I think, if we're thinking people of, about football. It actually happened that way, to your point. What we all suspected might happen did happen. And it was their only shot on target, but and it was enough to win the game. You might think, yeah, Vinny might do something on Trent's sides or at Trent's expense. But maybe that won't lose them the game. It might just be like a bad play during the game or a bad move for Liverpool during the game, but maybe it won't lose them the, the final. You can't say it lost in the final because of what Courtois did, but it was the deciding factor since, you know, low-scoring game, and it was the goal. So it's just weird how everyone would have pointed to that before the match, like Vinny against Trent. Trent's a liability. Yeah, Vinny's playing well. He's got, he's got, he's got pace. He's got a little bit of dribbling to him. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's trouble. And then it played exactly that way. <laughs> I was like, damn, Trent. And especially the way Trent looks <laughs> on the goal. <laughs> he was like, oh, yeah, he was behind me. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. How do you mean the way he looks? When the when uh, Valverde's shot slash cross came through and it beat everyone and Vinny puts it in, there was just like this body language from Trent. Like, oh, oh yeah. Like, like and, maybe, and maybe that's just we're losing. But maybe it's just like, damn, he was there. And I, like he looked. That's the crazy thing. He looked in that direction when Valverde was dribbling towards their goal. Are you sure he looked? Yeah, he looked over his shoulder. He knew Vinny was there. Uh, but the, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think he looked, man. He did. Whether he didn't turn his head far enough to see Vinny and he didn't make it into his peripheral vision or he didn't see him. But he definitely looked over his shoulder. So... It's just like when Vinny scored, Vinny, uh, Trent was just like, oh, like, oh, man, like he was there. So yeah, I just thought it was funny how it played out, like how we all thought it might. It's one of those rare situations where I think everyone knew what was going to happen before it happened, and it happened. Who's the best goalkeeper in the world? It's It's been Couture for the last two years. I've been saying that. Even during the whole... Um... Mendy, Mendy hype. I still Mendy said Mendy era. That. The Mendy era is over, man. He he never had an era. <laughs> if I'm being real, he never had an era. Like I was like, even when Mendy was, you know, 
win who won the champs. I was like, no, because we're still the best keeper in the world. Because <laughs> the same thing with like Benz was like, it's not like, oh, is that the whole Jorginho thing? Oh, like, but you know, Mendy has won the Afcon, has won the thing. No, the best keeper in the world has been Kosovo for at least the last two years. It's about who's who is second, third, but he's he's been the best for the last two years, man. So, I'd see. I never fell for Donnarumma. Like I always felt he was very talented, mm. but I never gave him the crown because from it's kind of hard to take the crown from Neuer. But I think De Gea had it for like a couple of years. Generally, like it's. Neuer starts the season being the best, and then somebody has to wrestle it away from him. And I, yeah, I think Courtois has it. I think Courtois has it. Not even the saves he makes, but when Liverpool had all of their corners, especially late in the game, mm. they were spamming in crosses. The comfortability of, especially if you're a Madrid fan, it must feel like, you know, you're in your mother's arms or something. Just like the safety you feel mm. when he just raises up, claims the cross, and just goes down. It's something, it's part of the reason why I was never with Kepa. The jarring nature of going from Courtois dealing with crosses to Kepa, it did something to me where I was just, no, 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 no. Like, I can't have a short goalkeeper. Go from Petacek, six foot five. Courtois is like six, seven. Did you see the picture with him and Rudy Gobert, by the way? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> NBA players are stupidly tall. Now, Gobert is stupidly tall for an NBA player even still. But, you know, it's hard to make Courtois look normal size. Did, did you see Gobert and Hazard? <laughs> no, no, I, I, I didn't see that. No, no, no. Hazard, the, the, guy, the guy is super short. He's, he's five foot nine. I think that's yeah. standard height. Gobert makes him look like a child. But going from Czech, Courtois, Kepa... Man, that's very difficult for me. So when I saw Mindy, I was like, aha, okay, at least, you know, somebody who's who can claim a cross. But Courtois' ability to just, just kill anything that comes through the air. I don't know. Was Vandersaar like that? That's the only other really giant goalkeeper of note I can think of who's like 6'6", six, 6'7". Six, six, um, yeah, no, no, I mean, no, he's not. I think, no, I think it's, I mean, no, Vandersaar was tall, but yeah, like, I think Courtois is also his... He's, but, but you know, but this is what they always say. Like, you, like you can tell the, he like played different sports, yeah, it's like, like volleyball yeah. or basketball. Or like Kotwa isn't the tallest keeper there's ever been, but if a tall keeper really figures out their reflexes and so forth, they'd be the best. It's the same thing with Usain Bolt. Before Usain Bolt, I said no, tall guys can't do 100 meters. They just can't. But the logic was well, if a tall guy could just figure out how to understand the dynamics of 100 meters, because their steps are so large they'd almost be unbeatable. So it took an Usain Bolt because you had Carl Lewis, you had Maurice Green, all of those guys. But then it then took Usain Bolt, who was really a 200 guy, to figure out boom, boom, boom. And then like scientifically, because of the how their step is like one and a half steps for a, a regular dude, once a tall guy figures out how to 100 meters, they'll, they'll pretty much be un, unbeatable. So once a tall guy really figures out how to, has the reflexes, the dynamics to really be, be sharp and so forth, They'd be very hard to, to beat in goal. So Donovan Bailey might have been six one. Oh, Carl, no, but, but he Carl Lewis down. was six two. Bolt is like six was four, six five. For, for drugs? Was, I think the one that got drove for drugs in Athens in 04. Uh the, the, the guy who, who was the American guy who won in 04 in Athens? Green. No, no, no. Green didn't win in 04. It was an oh, American dude. Gatlin, Justin Gatlin. Yes, that's the guy. That's the guy, yeah. 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 So ni- ninety six was 
Bailey, 2000 Green, and then 04 was <laughs> Justin Kaplan. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think he's tall though, but like that's a great analogy though. I was like, yeah, that makes that makes sense, man. Like the the turnover rate, if you can figure it out, can't be beaten. So the money chance in like the twentieth minute though is like a sliding doors moment. I don't even call it a chance. I mean, just his shot because he fashioned it very well. Yeah, I, I forget the players he dribbled. It might have been Casemiro and. Militao, or I forget the, the the Madrid players that he dribbled, but once he got the shot off against ninety five percent of goalkeepers, it's it's a goal because the ball is placed generally in the corner. It's it has power, mm. and you're not going to get a fingertip to it unless you're a giant with amazing reflexes, and it just so happens Real Madrid have one of those. And he just flicked it on the post. Like, it's like he got enough of a finger on it. Was, but, um, but, but, but you know what this shows? Sorry. Oh. Um, it shows that Pep is a moron. Uh-oh. If Couture was in goal, or a, a natural keeper, whose first thing is a, is a keeper, Rodrigo doesn't score that first goal in the second leg. What, see, what Pep has realized is that you're not smarter than the fundamentals of football. Get a striker. Get a keeper. Get a guy who... I am an expert at keeping, understand the things of, because I'm the last line of defense. Mm. Do I have to be amazing with my feet? Like, how many times have you seen a team score a goal from the keeper? It doesn't happen that often. Sometimes it happens, but it doesn't happen that often. So right. like, how often do you see that happening? So my thing is that, really? wh- why, why, would you in, why would you prioritize a guy who is great with their feet rather than a guy who is just a great keeper, but okay with their feet? For Couture, that's, that's an asset. It's like, that's, that's what they used to say about Khan. They said, man, Khan won matches for Bayern. I said, wait, how, how do you, win, how do you win, win, win matches as as a keeper? He'd make saves that, no, these, these are goals that he's saving. Yeah. He's, he's pretty much saving <laughs> surefire goals. So, do you, you know when uh, Buffon would make a save, like for yeah. Italy, and Chiellini and Benucci and Buffon, they would celebrate the save or the yeah. defensive action because in a sport that's, you know, one goal is worth a lot. If you can stop a surefire, it's, it's, it's critical. There's no guarantee or it's very difficult to get a goal on the other end, especially, I guess, especially if you play like Italy do. But that's worth a goal. So it should be almost celebrated as, as if Courtois has scored 1-0 for Madrid. Another crazy thing, and I don't know, it's just something you notice. The ball hits the post. Mm. And it could bounce back off of his legs. You know oh, yeah, how that true. can happen yeah. sometimes where it hits the post, hits the keeper, and then it's an own goal. Yeah. He knows, I don't know how the mind works. Probably you know, he's a top class goalkeeper, so they might train this all the time. But the ball hits the post. He there's like a, a, a knowledge of where the ball is and then looking for confirmation. But without even it looked like just reflex. And again, I'm sure they train it. He swivels his body to make sure his legs are out of the way. Salah's charging, so I don't. I guess he has to like be smart in how he gets it, but just the ability to tip it, know it's going to. I don't even know how it would work. He's going to my right or to my left. I need to get my legs out of the way so it doesn't bounce back off of me, mm. and then go claim it. The reflex action of that I find very just no, no, no. like Everything damn, just... like these this this guy is. 
Locked it's just in, quick because you know? everything happens quickly. Last thing about, about football, everything happens quickly. So you, you don't have to understand. It's just snap, quick job. You don't have to, okay, so I'm now going to do just like, boom, quick, 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 quick. So Automated. That's what so, yeah. it is. Like that action of knowing it's it, maybe they have like a tip drill or something like that. But the ball hit the post. I know what I need to do in order to get my legs out of the way. He did it instantly. Like as maybe as soon as he heard the ball hit the post, like, ooh, like, <laughs> like make sure I get my long ass legs out the way. So the ball doesn't bounce back off. But yet yeah, that I, I find that incredible. So um Benzema didn't have a great game, mm. but I don't think it was a game that was kind of set up for him to be great. Again, I think how many shots did they have? Like maybe three, four? Yeah, like um, I think three. And one or two on target. Um, it wasn't a game where Madrid were creating lots of chances and, you know, Vinny was cutting it back for him. And you you can't expect Benzema necessarily to, like, dribble through the Liverpool team and beat Van Dyke and Kunate and then score. Like, it wasn't that game. He was basically just there to just orchestrate a counterattack if it happened. And they, they were close a couple times, especially after they scored. They had the one chance where... Uh, from a set piece where Casemiro kind of messed up the cross and they could have been 2-0, but he he just needed to be a part of the winning team just for the Ballon d'Or story. Yeah. <laughs> and, the, and there was this thing, Benzema doesn't win in Paris. I'm like, I don't think it's that serious. But um, So Benzema, he didn't have like the narrative building goal, but he got the trophy. So that's important for him. That midfield... Of and, and, and we'll we'll get to Liverpool in good time, but the midfield, Modric, Kroos, and Casemiro. How do you feel just about that trio and what they've been able to accomplish? Contextualize it for me. No, no. Look, I mean, they have to be the. I mean, they're they're the, they're the, the best. I mean, it's because you have to obviously give credit to Javi, Iniesta, and Busquets for the treble. Because it trebled now, that is tough because you're now fighting on all three fronts. But to win three in a row and five in total, that's amazing. And that midfield three has been very key. So it just shows that there's it's just a rare, rare quality that those three have and just a rare understanding that those guys have that they are able to say what's up. And people say, well, I mean, because because people say, well, because if you're a basketball fan, you'll be like, in all of these wins that this team has had, they've never beaten Barcelona. I'm like, okay, that's cool. But at the end, end, end of the day, you have to face who you face. So, and the Champions League, yo, the, um, the amount of difficult teams and the degree of difficulty you're faced with in, in, in the Champions League, you're, you're always going to be battle-tested, whoever that you face. So, these guys, I mean, you have to, you have to we really have to just say, are, are they the greatest midfield three that, that we've seen in club for football? It's a strong argument. It's a, mm. it's a strong argument because the 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 silverware that they have and so forth, it's big time, man. So, to me, what stands out is we're living in an age of we we need pressing stats. We need I don't know. You gotta you have to run so so much distance. You have to do it so quickly. Strong pace, power, all of this kind of stuff. Nothing beats technical proficiency. Mm. Casemiro isn't the fastest or the strongest. Modric isn't the fastest or the strongest. Kroos isn't the fastest or the strongest. But what each of them do, they do well. 
And Kroos is a technician. Modric is a technician. Casemiro, he, he might not call him a technician, but he, he he can do what needs to be done in that DM slot. And actually, he is one of the strongest, relatively, I probably. I should, I, that's maybe disrespectful, but um, there's no, I don't know, just PMP merchant in that midfield. <laughs> um, you know, there's, there's no one the commentators would go, oh, look at the pace and power, one of those, but Coaches have been going for that lately of just, we'll just get the strongest, the fastest person, put them in midfield and make them run around and press and all of that. But you can't legislate for a person who you can't press. Like they don't score that goal without Modric looking at three Liverpool players and like, you can't get the ball off me. Hmm. And then once you just give up because you can't get the ball off me, right into Carvajal. And then Carvajal passes to Casemiro. Casemiro finds Valverde and they're off. If that's a, a lower quality of, of, of technician in there, like if that's not Modric and it's name a person that would be disrespectful to name, they just pass it back. <laughs> they see three Liverpool players and they pass it back. They're not looking for the ball forward or even to just, you know, go on a little dribble and see what happens. So the profile of player you need is, and you could look at Xavi and Yesta and Busquets and say the same thing. None of them are freak athletes in the traditional sense of how high can you jump? How fast can you run? How much can you bench press? But when they are, when they receive the ball or when they pass the ball, the ball feels good. And I mean, like if the ball had a, like a, I don't know if you could ask it, like, how do you feel? Like mm. I'm being touched correctly. I'm being given to the next person correctly. The weight of pass, the t- everything is how it should be. You know, they respect the ball. And that's what stands out to me from both of those midfields, because those are the ones people would compare it to. There's nobody in there who's like, oh, you're gonna you're gonna win a hundred meter dash. Mm-mm, no. But they all caress the ball, if that makes sense. And I think that's that's what people sh- if you're looking to build a midfield, start with that quality. If you can get the other qualities, fine. But technical precision they will always and will always be supreme but yeah the greatest of all time i don't know (laughs) i'd have to do some real digging on that one like if we go back to like i don't know 70s brazil or like teams from the 80s or like 90s seria or just like okay club wise club wise i don't know the milan midfield of like Seedorf and Pirlo and but they've won five. Two. Oh, that Milan. I don't think this, I don't think the same guys who screwed up a three zero lead in the final. True. Come on, bro. <laughs> no. like, those guys are not are not in this carnival. Seedorf has four. The one with Ajax, two with Milan, and one with Madrid. I think. Yeah, no, but 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 a midfield three as as a a, a, a unit. Like Sado from Pielo, they're not in this carnival. No, no way. I can't throw Gattuso in there and make you think. No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. But after what they did in 05, they're, they're not in this carnival. They've disqualified themselves. Yeah, they have 03. I don't know. I don't know what the combination would have been in 03 and 07. But yeah, 05 is bad. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. Uh, I was gonna like Chelsea's midfield in 2012. No, no, stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Uh, how they won that game, I don't know. Uh, 
bro. Like they didn't, they didn't, they didn't have Ramirez, and I felt like, oh, that's bad. Um, all right, anyway. Um, Vinicius, what does this mean for him? Because this is a big moment, and he's not yet twenty-two. Obviously, this week was kind of shrouded and clouded with will Mbappe stay, or last week more so. Will Mbappe stay at PSG? Will he go to Madrid? If he goes to Madrid, what happens to Vinicius? Because Mbappe will have the left-hand side. Uh, Vinicius will have to go to the right. And who knows what that means for his progression and kind of the, the building blocks that we've seen this season that suggest that, nah, there's something there that, that, that could be good to great. Mbappe decides to stay. Then we get a Champions League final where Vinicius, again, didn't have the best game. If you take away the the, the moment for uh, for the goal, you might say he had five out of ten. Mm. Being kind, you know, maybe four out of ten is more accurate. But Gid, is that what we're going with? Get it done, get it done, man. Get and it done, bro. Once you add the Gid factor to the equation, his four, five out of ten goes to a seven or an eight because in the moment that he needed to score. He did, and yeah. if you remember, like the first ten seconds of the of the Man City game <laughs> of the second half, where Madrid this basic like they they had a goal, like they made a goal, yeah. and the ball went to Vinicius, and I think he hit the side netting somehow. He had the basically the whole Man City goal to kick it into, and I thought that was their chance, and they'll never get it back. But you know, obviously, football is football, so they did, but. Um, it was almost like not a guarantee that Valverde's cross shot ended up in the goal considering it was Vinicius. But, you know, I think it, he had his, his right leg available this time. So I think Mbappe staying at PSG, I don't know if it's God smiling on Vinicius. I don't know what it is, but it's a blessing for him because this is at least three or four years where he's going to be the guy. And that should be enough time if you project him to be 24, 25, 26, to where they won't need someone else. He'll be good enough. People forget he was play, he was starting games for Madrid, I think, at 18. What do you think? When the Mbappe thing didn't go through, Vinny was 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 the happiest dude. He would 100 percent was 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 the happiest dude. Because he now because I can if Mbappe comes, bro, Mbappe takes takes the left. So I just think it's just sort of poetic that Mbappe decides not to go. Vinny now holds his place and he's the guy that scores the winning goal. Mm. So then you say to yourself that maybe it's like, do you really need Mbappe or can Vinny now actually develop in so who knows what he can develop in, in a few years? Who knows what Rodrigo, Rodrigo could do in a, in, a, in a few years? So I just think that's just sort of the, the football goals just sort of speaking to Real Madrid in a way of like, eh, this is actually what he should be doing. This, this is really the guy you should be focusing on. Okay, he doesn't really have the name of Mbappe but maybe he can just sort of create and make his league. Look, he, he's already a, a legend already now. Like 21 years old scoring the winning goal to clinch another Champions League. He's already a, a legend. And he had like double figures, goals and assists in La Liga this season. So, mm -hmm. you know, he's popping. And he's 21. Don't, he's 21, bro. Don't let that boy do something at Qatar either. I said we're gonna have a very if if Vinicius if Brazil win the World Cup and like he's the star of the World Cup scores in the final, God, we're gonna have a very sticky conversation now. Zip. Sticky conversation. Yes. Um. Last 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 thing on the Madrid side. 
and then we can move to Liverpool and maybe talk transfers. They're not going to go anywhere. Hmm? They're not. Madrid aren't going to go anywhere. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is it's scary because at least if you if you don't support Madrid, if you're one of the people who think they should be competing or your your club should be competing with Madrid, their old guards, if you want to call it, lasted long enough to pass the winning habit to the next generation. And I don't know how often that happens, but you have Benzema, Kroos, um, Modric, throw Carvajal in there. You could throw, I guess, just all, all of the people who are throwing up five hands or, or five fingers. You know, Bale, Marcelo, Nacho, I think, is even in there. I think he's in his 30s. There's something to be said about a team that wins and winning is the expectation. This It starts from... Um, we, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. It starts from the fans, then the hierarchy, then the coaches, the players, etc. But you can lose winning. I think Chelsea have gone through that to an extent where they had, you know, Terry, Drogba, Lampard, Czech. They passed that on to, you know, Hazard, Willian, those guys. And then somewhere along the way, it kind of vanished. You know, there's a reason Chelsea keep losing finals at Wembley. <laughs> you know, like they 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 snuck that Champions League. Um, but I think they've lost five of their last domestic cup finals. There's just you know, Chelsea would love to go to Wembley back in the day, but that whatever it is, that I don't know. I'm rubbing my fingers together, hope you can hear it, but there's just something tangible missing or intangible, I suppose. Oh, yeah. Um and you need kind of links in the chain to where young players can reference back to this is what it means to be a player for this club. This is what it means to win something. This I've seen it done. I've participated in it being done. And I can now pass on this knowledge to the people who come behind. Benzema, Modric, Kroos, they've lasted so long that Madrid have re-upped. They've got Vinicius. They've got Valverde, they've got Camavinga, they've got uh, Rodrigo, they've got, you know, Militao, I think is 22 or 23. They've like, they've got the young players who have now participated. They've gotten the taste, you know, like when uh, it's a very crude example, but if a dog bites someone, mm. they, they put it down because the dog now has the taste of, of blood. You know, and they don't want that dog getting loose and start biting yeah, yeah, people yeah. or whatever it is. Once you get the taste of, oh, so this is what winning feels like. This is what it means to be a Madrid player. You're not going to get that out of them. Mm. So now you've created a problem if you're looking from it from not a Madrid standpoint. That Oh, so Vinicius knows what winning a Champions League means, how to get there, and he's helped do it. And he's 21. Mm. So what does that mean when he's 33? <laughs> even if they don't win they're going to be a problem for those that want to win you know they might they might beat you in the quarter they might not win it but if you're a man city or psg they're still going to be dangerous so the the torch or the the baton if we want to continue our track metaphors from today it's it's past 
and the, and it's not like you know the old guard are retiring. I think they want to give Modric a contract. It's you know, I, I uh, Mourinho used to do something similar. And sorry for all the Chelsea analogies, but they come easy. When he signed initially for Chelsea, one of the first things he did was bring in Eto. You remember the Eto Chelsea season? Hmm. And then the next season, Eto left. He brought in Drogba. Then. The next season happened. There was no drug buzz. A bad season. He went to United, and what was one of his four signings? He did uh, Bai, Pogba, Mkhitaryan, mm. and he got Ibrahimovic. Mourinho had this thing of, I'm going to bring veteran players, one of those old generals from the past, Eto, Drogba, Ibrahimovic, and I'm going to inject their winning mentality and seniority into this team. Because this team is young, they don't know what it means to to play for titles, and I want them to see a legendary player who's been there, done that. Mm. You can't look at Eto and think, ah, it's just Eto, or Drogba, ah, it's just Drogba, Ibrahimovic, ah, it's just Ibra. Nah, those players are legends, and this is what it takes to be great. And that was like for one season. Vinicius has been around Benzema like four or five years at this point. There was a moment at the very end of the game. I'm sorry I'm rambling, but just so many thoughts. Trent and Vinny, they had like a little thing. Do you remember that? Like at the very at the at the tail end of the game, there was a tackle that went in somehow when Vinicius and Trent were like so, yeah, talking yeah. back and forth. They were having words. I don't know if they speak the same language, but you could tell they were like, All right, bro, like I'll see you, bro. Like one of those. Like Benzema took Vinny and he just talked to him, just like an OG, like, bro, we're up one nil. You don't need to do anything crazy. Just play the game. I'm assuming that's what it looked like. Yeah. He was saying, I'm not a Spanish lip reader. English, I can do pretty good. But um, Spanish, I'm, I'm just as, it looked as if he was just like, young homie, we got this. Just keep your head, essentially. And Vinicius looked at him, nodded his head, and just went back to, to his post for the, for, for the set piece. Those moments of, you know, we have the, you know, he was playing against us, those kinds of things. Yeah. It's totally flipped. Benzema has been, you can see, like, just, just in the Champions League, this is not even taking into account the league, but just, he's he's taken him under his wing. Like, he's tailored him almost to, to fit his game. Like, all the cutbacks and things, like, that's Benzema coaching him on the pitch of just, like, this is how you, this, this is the type of winger I need. The, ne- the next striker who plays with him is going to get a crazy weapon. This oh like so he knows why what oh wow okay like where where did you learn that <laughs> and he'll just be like nah Benzema taught me oh wow like you play with Benzema like Vinny as a as a veteran is gonna be just I don't know his wealth of knowledge is just gonna be crazy if you're someone like Mendy I know Mendy's a bit older I think he's 25 26 but playing seasons with Marcelo like how are you not going to learn Imagine Reese James. Reese James goes to Madrid and he's learning right back from Carvajal. Like this is how you win. This is this is how we do this. I mean, Reese James is a winner already, but Camavinga in training with Modric and Kroos and Casemiro. If uh, Tuchomeni goes there, same difference. It's a scary thing. I'll shut up. But yeah, no, no, no. yeah, 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 man. I mean, it's um, they're they're in good hands, man. You know because you know the the, the older guys are gonna be able to pass on. Basically, the older dudes are passing on on onto the younger dudes, man. So you're 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 seeing that connectivity happen, man. So it's mm. it's 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 a process, and it all comes from Paris because Paris he knows what he's doing, man. 
he's, he's several steps ahead. We talked about the winners, the losers. Mm. <laughs> you, you know Robin Hood, where uh, Prince John, the, the cartoon where he's like, Um, Liverpool, did they have a good season? Just a stock question. You won two Queen Lizzie Cups, as 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 you'll say. Hmm. Is it is it a success? I saw they had a parade and all that. But what do you think? It's a it's a it's it's a decent season, but it's a, it's a failure. Oh, failure! No, it's 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 a failure of a season because when you just look at if you had to good... give them a grade, you would put down F. It's it's about perspective. If this was Leicester City or something, <laughs> then it's a great season. But based on this is Liverpool and what they were expecting, you have to understand that what they were expecting. You may say, okay, an E or a, or a D, because they won trophies. An E. Yeah, like like it's it's between a D or an E because they they, they won trophies, but you didn't win the Premier League and you didn't win the Champions League when you were the favourites in that final. So. <sighs> It's 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 I, ultimately a failure, man. I agree with you. I think relative ninety nine point nine 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 percent of people would take this season. Champions League final, second in the league, two cups. Um, on its face, it looks successful. Your runners up in two competitions, the main ones, and then you won two other ones, but. You lost the league by one point. Yeah. 93-92. Yeah, for the second time, yeah. You lost the league by one point for the second time. So really, you turn one draw into a win, and that's enough points. <laughs> so if you look at that, you're like, damn, like we were really close. And you can you can find some game somewhere where they should have won. So you look at that and you think, is that a failure? I mean, it's not a failure, but it's it's not good. But I'm not again. I can't say if you if you get 92 points in a season, you did okay. Champions League, the run that they had was pretty weak, if we're honest. So I mean, they got the Villarreal in the semifinal, and you know Madrid went through <laughs> Chelsea, PSG, Man City. Like that's difficult. There's who did who did they play in the in the quarter? They had uh enter in the first round Villarreal and the Benfica and I again I don't want to be disrespectful to Benfica Villarreal but th th there's levels to this yeah, 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 yeah so yeah. once they got in the ring with you know we've won four our, this core had won four to five you know mm. without Ronaldo um you you gonna have to beat us like it's not gonna come easy um, what Klopp was saying about, you know, if their goalkeeper is the man of the match, then something has gone wrong. I'm going to give this season, like, it's a, it's like a C plus. I don't think it's a failure, but you didn't do your homework. Like, you showed up to class every day. Mm. You were answering questions. You passed the tests. Well, how come your grade is so bad? It's just like, I just didn't do my homework. And I got grades like that, I'll admit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I wasn't fighting in class, 
sometimes I, I I'd keep my mouth shut. wasn't wasn't talking to teachers, like all crazy. Had my books. I did everything that was required to get an A. But then I would just go home and I'd watch TV. I'd play video games. I just uh, I'd listen to music. And say, oh man, I didn't do my homework. And you turn what should be an A or an A minus into like a C or a C minus. It's like, how did this happen, Daniel? <laughs> just like I didn't do my homework, and that I guess that's what that's what happened to Liverpool. Like, just the the dog ate their homework somewhere along the line. Like everything pointed to great season, and if they win one of the Champions League or the Premier League, easy A, hey. B, pl- B plus. But the two major competitions, the one that the ones that you would have wanted before the season, they didn't get, and they were in positions to get them. Yeah, it's almost like being in position to get something makes it worse. No, no, the, the way right there, man. Thirty minutes away from a Champions League or one point, is you know, two points away from a Premier League. I mean, just no, no. But I think if you Liverpool, just do again, it again. You really have yourself to blame because you should have beaten Man. You had the, the, the Man City, Etihad, beat them, and it's all in your hands. Liverpool, Real Madrid, you were the better team. You had possession. You you controlled them. You had them where you had them. Finish and seal the deal. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Um, I think it's, it's all about expectation. Like, if you were like, eh, I wasn't expecting the, the quadruple or anything or anything, then it's like, yeah, it's an all right season. But if, but most of your fans were expecting a quadruple, like, yeah, quadruple is going to happen. It's going to happen because this team is amazing, blah, blah, blah. Uh, see, I, w- I, I'm not gonna, I'm, I wouldn't put that on Liverpool players, man, or Liverpool fans. I'm not going to say they expected a quadruple. I'm going to say that they wanted it. And they thought it was perhaps a possibility. But what they for thought for sure was we'll get one or the other. Mm. We'll get either the Champions League or the Premier League. If we can get both and put a quad up, okay. But one of these is coming home. And nah. So, <laughs> again, it's all relative to how good the team is and your expectations at the beginning of the season. As you said, if you give the season to Leicester, Leicester finishing second in the league and making a Champions League final and winning two cups, they I don't know what they do. I was going to say bite your hand off, but that seems mm. less than what <laughs> someone might do. Um, for Liverpool, not that you expect to win those trophies, but League Cup and FA Cup, it's cool. And, but, and it's the two worst trophies you're going to win in the season. So There's a community shield out there. That no, I mean, during the season, like when like, the season actually starts. <laughs> yeah. That's that that's that's preseason, man. So all right, let's you think that you think community shield is the is the end of the preseason or it's the yeah. start of the season? No, no, that's the is the end of the preseason. The start of the season is the first game of the season. So <laughs> I consider that the first game of the season, really. Nah. But no, okay, it's the end of the preseason for you. Okay, all right. We're different. Um Questions. So, in the end, the matchup all of us were focusing on was vital. Ha ha, Jacks three six five. He's with us. Trent versus Vinny. Has this op- has has this opinion Southgate has held the right one? Is the opinion oh, Southgate Trent. held the right one? Trent will get exposed by elite wide players. Um, hmm. It's about systems. The system isn't the system that Southgate has. Trent is completely wrong for. For for Klopp, Trent is the perfect player for Klopp's system. It's all about systems. You know what so. I think Southgate should do? 
he should get Vinicius's phone number, get a translator. You played against Walker. You played against James. And you played against Trent. Who do you think was the most difficult and why? And Vinicius will give him the answers. I'm pretty sure he'd say Kyle Walker based on the battle that they had in that game. And then Reese James would be second. And then Trent would be third. So maybe Walker's the answer based on the Vinicius thing. But not all wingers are like Vinicius. But that's that's what I would do. I'd find his phone number somehow. Get a, get a translator over there. And I'd, I'd just ask Vinny. Um, Trent will get exposed by elite white, wide players. But Trent will get you goals on the other end. So it's that... It's that balancing act of how much do you want to sacrifice? And I think the, th- the thing with England is they have right back options. You don't have to sacrifice if you don't want to. Because James can give you the crossing to an extent, yeah. but you can get the defense. And if you just want defending, then you have Walker. Yeah. And you can get your and you can get your offense other places. So yeah, for me, basically, trans, basically for what South gets once, Trent does doesn't work. But you take all three. And if Walker needs to play, you just play him right center back. No, you don't. I mean, then you're, then you're wasting his space that you could take an extra midfielder or an extra extra. Attack. Well, no. What I'm what I mean who is, takes, is wait, wa- come on, who takes three right backs? No, well, what I'm saying is Walker can play if if you if if England want to play with three at the back, you can oh. play Walker as a right center back, and then one of Trent or Reese as the right wing back. And that way you have someone on the bench, you know. So, yeah, you're taking three right backs, but really one of them is right back, center back. Mm. So you could make it work. I don't know if he'll do it, but you could, if they wanted, they could. Really, you could make Trent a midfielder, which might actually, I think that's what he was in his youth career. I don't think he was ever a right back. I think he was a central midfielder. So maybe you could try that, but I think, England have enough midfielders, so I don't, I don't I don't know what the answer is. The answer is depends on the opposition. Did Bayern make a mistake? Actually, uh, let's go with this one. How would the loss of Mane and Sterling affect Liverpool and City, respectively? Well, Mane's gone. Uh, Sterling, I'm not so sure about. It looks like it could be going that way, but nothing official as yet. Is it how it affects Liverpool and City? Yeah. Is it, it depends who they get for the reason for money styling wouldn't make that much difference from you don't think liverpool already have the money replacement in diaz and that fsg will just save the money i mean you always you always want to have cover man like you can't just lose money and be like oh and also like yeah luis diaz he's been good and everything but uh, you know like it was looking to be iffy now fine you know so on the timeline, they were calling him uh, Colombian Balassi. I was like, ah, oh, that's yes. rude. That is rude. <laughs> but see, that's the why. Rather than insult Diaz, give Cavalho credit because Cavalho had an amazing game. So mm. he did. That's another player I didn't mention. Actually, I didn't mention the center backs either. Alaba, three three Champions Leagues, two of them at center back. Another player in Nigeria should have got. Um, sorry. <laughs> um, Sterling leaving City, I think they'll be able to cope. I think Haaland will make up any goals that they lose, and they'll probably get better footballing wise in those wide areas. And if we're honest, they spent a hundred million on Grealish. They need to find places for him to play 
So also, wait, I think isn't Alvarez like a, a wide attacker as well? Gian I think Alvarez. he's a striker. I think. Or the striker. I think, but I don't watch the Argentinian league, so you'll forgive me on that one. <laughs> I think he's a striker, though. I think he's a striker. Um, did Bayern make a mistake with their public comments in an, in an attempt to sign Haaland? Has it got Lewandowski furious? Has it got Lewandowski so furious that he wants out, I guess? I don't recall Bayern being so forward with Haaland. Maybe I'm not up to date with like what's going on with Kicker and all of those German sites. Mm. But that would be interesting if, if it was. like Laid out the red carpet for Haaland and maybe Lewandowski looked at it like, oh, so you're saying I'm finished? I'm washed? But I don't remember seeing Haaland to Bayern. You're more locked in on rumors than me. Do you recall seeing that? No, no. Yeah, I remember like City, Madrid, Barcelona, last summer Chelsea when they wanted a striker. I don't think they made it any United. I can't recall Bayern, but Lewandowski to Barcelona though. Like I before you jumped in, I was on my phone and I saw Fabrizio Romano. So I was like, oh, let's 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 see what Fab has to say. And he was talking about um Lewandowski who basically he not even basically he came out and said it's over i can't see it continuing he has a year left on his contract so i guess he's trying to do Bayern a, a solid and like look like get money for me because i'm gonna go or i want to leave but they need, um, they need a replacement man they need a replacement there's a guy at chelsea you know he's german oh timo Vern. Look, look 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 man that's i think that would be a great swap man I don't know why it was like that would be a great swap. No, nah, Timo, he's he's world class, bro. Like I think he could score like at least yeah, and also, sixty goals Nagelsmann, in a season, he, bro. He knows Nagelsmann well, so. Oh, I was being facetious. <laughs> Are you serious? Like you think it would actually work? Like I'm trying to hype Werner, so they'll actually think it's like, like bro. I think he could score like sixty five goals a season, bro. This dude is clinical, man. Like no, 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 you got to sign him. Is like he's worked under Nagelsmann, so I mean, yeah, uh, yeah, but that's what I mean. I mean that's that's that, that, that's the best that I can say. Yeah, that would be a selling point. Do do they need to sign Paulson then yeah. <laughs> to make it work? Uh, that's 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 pushing it, man. <laughs> uh, what if that's the only way he works? Is you have to sign Paulson? Would you do it at Chelsea if it meant like 35 no. goals? No. <laughs> the, the way you unlock Timo Werner is by signing posters. Tuchel's like, really? Like, do we have it? Like, yeah, that's how you do it. Oh, man. More questions at the buzzer. Uh, still, CJ, do you think United now regret not taking Conte? He, knowing he probably would have gotten Champions League, even if they missed out on a longer-term manager. Say what you will about Ralph. I'm furious that he has totally vindicated Daniel's opinion. Oh, <laughs> but he exposed our ineptitude at the top. Another major story that's going on. Ralph Ragnick has turned down, they say, the Manchester United consultancy gig. Hmm. Um, so I don't know. Maybe Ten Hag was like, I don't um, need well, to I mean, consult. Did he turn it down, or like, did you don't have to say no? This is what we don't know. Like, I think they might be protecting themselves, or him. Either way, of we don't really want this guy to continue, so we'll say he's turned it down. 
That way we protect his reputation. You know, like uh it's it's like when Mourinho got sacked and they called it mutual consent. Like oh, yeah. you didn't he didn't want to leave, so it's a sacking, but you're calling it mutual consent so he doesn't look bad because you were still respect him in a way. And maybe Ten Hog is like, I don't because so who about what? I'm good. And you know, I don't know if he's that arrogant, but um shout out still CJ because I forgot all about this. It's just it's, it was weird from the start. What is a football genius doing in Moscow? Nobody's been able to answer that for me. This football genius who's going to transform Manchester United's style of play is in locomotive Moscow. Doing what? He's, does, he, does he just want cash? Is that what this is? Like you just want money? Then that explains why you leave and you go to Manchester United for more money. That's all it was. It's just a money grab. He used his passport leverage, passport privilege, He's German. He knows Klopp. He knows Tuchel. You know, you just jump on the little German wave that England's going through right now. You know, catch a little money here and there. Two-year consultancy. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. It was, it was, it was a, a big failure, man. At the end, man. You know? Do you know what he want? I think he just he wanted the chance. He wanted the chance to manage Manchester United. This is what I think now. It was never about the consultancy, even though that would have been the more smart play. He used his, I'm a football genius, this, 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 this. I'll be a consultant, but in the interim, I will be the interim manager. If he did well in the interim space, he's probably thinking maybe they don't they don't need to get Ten Hag or somebody. They'll just keep me. It went so poorly. I don't even want the consultancy, really. Because I was just here to see if I could manage Manchester United. Think about it. You're, he he probably wants him to be a manager at the end of the day. Not some guy in a booth or a box. And they come to you with Manchester United, the biggest club in England, arguably the biggest club in the world, at least English speaking. You want me to manage? Okay, we'll do it. I'll leave Moscow for Manchester. I don't know if that's an upgrade, but all right. No disrespect to Manchester. I'm joking. Um, last question, I think. In an alternative world where FIFA is a little less corrupt and the World Cup was this summer as usual, who would win? Assume the same groups with Wales, Australia, and Costa Rica filling up the last slots. Players fit as of today. So we really should be entering the World Cup next week-ish. Or maybe two weeks from now. But... You know, they decided to put it in the desert in summer. A summer tournament in the desert. This is mm-hmm. bravo, FIFA, and your infinite wisdom. Um, although I think like the winner woke up is gonna be lit, but <laughs> Sep's last gift, I think. Who do you think would win? Who would your semifinalist be? And and don't worry about can this group go to this group? Like, who do you think the last four teams would be? I, I say Portugal, Argentina, Brazil, oh. and maybe um, um, France. France? France. But that's, 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 that's like the very obvious one. But yeah, I, I think that would probably be the last four. So you said Argentina, Brazil, Portugal, France. Yeah. I'll give you Portugal. I'll give you France. The other two, I'm not so sure. Brazil have to show me. Like, I, I want them to be there. Like, ideally, I'd want them to win it. Argentina? Mm. 
I don't know. I feel like that Copa America run was pretty fortuitous. But I'm thinking who is the fourth team if I take out Argentina? And the usual suspects I'm not liking so much. Whether it's Germany, Spain, how are they scoring goals? England have been in all of the late stages of the tournament so far. Um, like the Euro World Cup. So they're there. Um, Belgium, last hurrah, maybe? But if it happened this summer, if it happened this summer, I'd give you France, Portugal. I'll say Belgium and Brazil. How do you feel about that? I mean, for me, it's hard to say, like, because I don't know what the difference is between now and yeah. November. Because obviously, if it's in everyone, because again, the, saying that question is like, if you just, I'd be so quick, everybody is going to be fit going into the summer. And I think if, yeah. if you say that, I'm like, I mean, I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't, I think either way, Belgium don't make that that semi. I just think that they, they, they missed their boat. They missed their boat. So I wouldn't. Twenty eighteen. You think twenty eighteen was? Yeah, no, 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 yeah, no. Twenty said that. No, that was their chance. And then they missed it. So for me, like that's ship has sailed. So. So if it happened this summer, I feel like uh, from all accounts, Hazard looks good. Lukaku would have to prove himself, and I think that's probably where you want him to be. And De Bruyne is playing a great. So. I feel like those three might give you something, and then you just need to sort the defense out. And you have Courtois, obviously, who's incredible. So I think great goalkeeper, striker needs to prove himself. Maybe you have a fit winger or two, and arguably the best-performing midfielder in Europe. So that's why I would give it to them over Argentina. I don't know their plus points. I mean, Martinez, Messi, and then what? Somebody would have to break it down for me. But is there anything left on the table? I mean, the one thing we didn't talk about was the French police and how they managed getting people into the stadium. Hmm. Maybe later in the week, I'll talk to Carl and he can break down what happened. I'm sure as like a journalist, he has journalist people who can help with that one. But that seemed just odd and strange how the game was delayed 30 40 50 minutes however long it you was know, i think well, i think just need more info because i just keep on getting conflicting reports so yeah i, I don't know some something about trucks and park weird and they were searching people and then gangs of french <laughs> gangs of french youth and pepper spraying people i don't know what's going on there but you know shout out to the french police for you know showing their ass as they as they tend to do on the international stage. That's the end of the questions, so we can go. Uh, Talking Tactics Podcast. We got, Thank you guys for listening. Thanks, next peeps. Week, Thanks, peeps. Next week, we should do, like, end-of-season, like, awards. So so you guys send us at Talking Tactics. What what do you think some good season awards are? Like, obviously, we, you know, you have goals, players, managers, all of that kind of stuff. Um. But what are some fun ones? I don't know. But, you know, send, send us some options and we'll look through them. Target Tactics Podcast. Sometimes funny, sometimes serious. Always footballer. Peace, man. Peace. Peace. Sports Social Podcast Network.